Hello, Jonesers. This is another live podcast that we did with Geekscape for their 15-hour live stream for Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Northern New Jersey. And uh, we came on and we talked about Santa's sleigh. I hope you enjoy it. And we'll come back with some new episodes in January of 2021. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. That was gold. This is Analog Jones in the Temple of Film. I'm Steve. And I'm Matt. And we are bringing you... A wrestling specialty. One of my personal favorites. Santa Slay! Grandpa, I want the truth about Christmas. If it's the truth you want, then it's the scary truth you're gonna have. According to the Book of Claus, Santa, Satan's only son, lost a bet and was forced to spread Christmas cheer. But now, all bets are off. Yes, there is a Santa Claus. Ho, ho, hoes. Santa Claus is not a myth or a legend. He's real. Only he's not bearing gifts and presents anymore. Christmas can sure scare the dickens out of people. He's scary yet educational. I'm just trying to spread a little yuletide fear. Are you saying Santa is offing everyone who's naughty and nice? Oh, my God! Nicholas shot him! You shot Santa? Get away! Santa's on the loose! This holiday season... Lock your doors. Bolt the windows. Oh, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer. Everyone stand back. Things are about to get a little messy. And block the chimney. Cause naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa's sleigh. Go ahead, kid. Let's see what Santa got you. I hate children. Now, you said that this is one that you watch every year. I do. I have now watched this since 2006 till this year. So if my math is correct. That's 400. Yes. You've seen this movie approximately 1000 times now. Congratulations. Yes. Hey, are you going to go out and actually try out for, uh, you know, a 90s uh, sitcom soon with that hair? Uh, sure. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you think it's castable? I mean, Saved by the Bell's back, so I think right. you got this. Excellent. I think I got a new car- uh, career on the horizon here. <laughs> yeah, but has it been since January, December? February. 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 All right. Yeah. So you got to go. You got to go a year. Yeah, no, uh, that's the plan. Yes. Well, I'm telling you, it looks spectacular. You should have a fan on you right now. Oh, just a... Yeah. Next, the next one of these i'll have it ready to go <laughs> okay how about you how's your history with this 
Um, I've seen it before. Um, probably somewhere in the 2000s. I don't think I saw it when it first came out, but I saw it. And I did it because I was familiar with Goldberg. I, in the early 2000s, in the Attitude Era, if you will, of WWE, I was super into wrestling. And so, of course, I wanted to see this movie when it came out because I knew who Goldberg was. Uh, even though I was a WWF guy uh, at the time, it was F. And he was a WCW guy. I still was super into all things wrestling. So I was excited to see this. And now I'm excited to talk about it because I'm back into wrestling. So perfect. Yeah, awesome. And while you were talking, everyone, you can donate. I think we it said about 34% there. So keep donating. Cha-ching, cha-ching. 34%. He put it back up. Man, Matt is <laughs> on it. Uh, Matt and Matt. But you're Bill Goldberg. I like this. I chose yeah. Hell Bison. But, uh, you know, we better get into this film because we got a lot For to sure. discuss. We've got For trailers sure. on a DVD. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like my entire wall back here of VHS is a little jealous because they're probably like, hey, hey, that's our game. But, we, you know, this is a, a more modern movie. So we had to <laughs> we had to go that direction. Right. <laughs> well, it's also Lionsgate and it's Lionsgate in the mid 2000s, which I mean, they weren't quite what they are now. But they did have Saw at this time. They were still pretty dorky at this time. You know, mm -hmm. like a lot of genre stuff, a lot of goofy stuff. So now they're more serious. A now lot they're of in the Oscar game. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of independent horror that was shot in someone's backyard, like Forrest. Mm-hmm. They can do whatever you want back here, but don't set a fire. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's start off with the trailers. And if you guys haven't heard Analog Jones, we do VHSs. We review everything. The, I mean, we're not going to do as much today because we're on a limited time, but we will do the trailers. We'll talk a little bit about behind the scenes, but mostly, you know, we'll get into the meat and potatoes of Bill Goldberg owning the camera. Yes, <laughs> as usual. As usual, yeah. So first trailer, heebie-jeebies. Never heard of this one. This seems like another kind of, well, you mentioned the backyard kind of horror movies. This yeah. one kind of seems along those lines a little bit. <laughs> yeah, this one, I'm pretty sure they had casting call at like a local community college. And I may have seen this one when it came out because it's a good title. It's a good title for a horror movie. Um, so I think I might have picked up based on the box. I might have rented this one back in 05, 06, but I do not remember. <laughs> yeah, no, not me. Definitely not. But the next one sounds like a movie I've seen, but I haven't. Bloodline. I've not seen this one either. That sounds like some stupid vampire. I don't even remember the trailer. This is one thing about these trailers. These trailers are so kind of 2000 e 2000 mid 2000s where they're like they've got the music they're like uh new metal like -da 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 -da, mm -hmm. and then they show someone get whacked and you're like okay yeah this is really dated <laughs> i mean this is this is like me to a t this is me at 15 listening to new metal yeah. loving wrestling <laughs> and yep. and yeah like wanting to just see all the kill scenes in a slasher movie yep and then the next one was i might get i might get smacked around a little bit my street cred of reanimator this is the only reanimator I've never seen. I've seen the first. Obviously, I own it. The super special Arrow edition somewhere, somewhere around there, VHS. I ain't looking for it. But Friday Reanimator, like two. This one, never. Never saw Beyond? No, I just looked at it and I was like, that's not the same tone. I don't want to chance this. And then kind of just left my mind for a while and occasionally comes back like something like this. 
I like this one. I I prefer it over Bride. Uh, so I, it it is tonally very strange because it goes to like very broad slapsticky comedy, but then it's also like a gore movie and mm-hmm. a prison movie. So it's all over the place. But I, I I liked it. I think it's better than Bride. It's worth checking out. I think. I'm just scared. I live in fear when it comes to watching movies. You know, like <laughs> the sequels unknown. that yeah, sequels <laughs> that come out like 20, 30 years later, whatever it was. I'm like. Mm terrified of that <laughs> no uh, i think this one's a fun one i think it, i think you'll enjoy it it premiered on the sci-fi channel so it, that'll give you a little basis of what you're dealing with there <laughs> well the problem is i don't want to watch it alone mm. should Not be a party <laughs> yeah no fear i want a party you know I mean, this, is, this is reanimator here because if the movie's bad in my mind at least i want to have a crowd that will just be there to pat me on the back and here, take a shot. It'll be okay. <laughs> um, Sounds good. Noted. When we get have movie yeah. night again, we'll do it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait until your movie nights are back because you put on a show. That's there's the always something. There's always something where I'm like, wow, how do you find this shit? And this is coming for me, who literally mostly shows people shit they've never seen. So I mean, kudos. US SEALs dead or alive. I gotta be honest, I don't even remember this one. I didn't even know there were sequels to US SEALs. Don't let fear control you when it comes to when it comes to sequels and remakes. It controls me. <laughs> I'll go to a store with a mask on. No problem. I'll face that. But not a bad sequel. I just can't do it. <laughs> not without a group. <laughs> uh, let's see. Next one. Monster Man. Hell on Wheels. This was, first of all, very generic title. Monster Man. And then after like a few seconds, I don't know if you went and looked up the trailer. Yeah, it goes, Monster Man. Hell on wheels. Like, what? <laughs> like the animator get like, was he drinking a little NyQuil? Was a little slow? What the hell is going on there? It's like, this is the tagline, not the subtitle. So just so you know, we're going to give it a beat. So, you know, <laughs> I know I was confused that, you know what? He was probably lighting his bowl. He's just like, oh shit. Oh, animation's fine. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, <laughs> That's a fun eight. one. It's a fun movie though. If you guys haven't seen it, you should check it out. Oh, that looks like a party movie. It is. It's fun. I yeah, it looks like it. a party movie. It is. Uh, as soon as I saw it, you know, I'm like, mm, that is a group movie. And I hope that was their goal. Yeah. Uh, we had Saw 2, a teaser. Yeah, the, the Saw trailers were a big thing for all these uh, yeah. the Lionsgate releases at the time because that was their bread and butter. <laughs> yeah, I saw this one in the theater. Saw 2. I didn't see the first Saw but Saul two, I think three, I think I gave up around five and I'm like, mm, I just, I can't remember which one I gave up on. I was just like, I'm not into this anymore. Yeah. But I'm you because... saw the newest one with me. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like one of our first 10 episodes. Oh, is it really? We even, I can't even remember doing an episode on it. I remember watching it with you, but I don't remember doing an episode on it. <laughs> the only reason I remember is because uh, that's when I was like trying to figure out the best thing to edit with. Mm. Nothing was working. It was just a <laughs> shit show. And I'm like, I hate you, Jigsaw. I was not a big fan of the movie, but I really hate the audio. <laughs> <laughs> Learning curve movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, getting into this film, directed and written by David Steinman. I don't know this person. Uh, okay, but I looked him up, and he did other stuff, not directing. Was he was he Brett Ratner's assistant or something like that? Yeah, he's got a long history. So he was 
you know, looking to get into Hollywood. Um, he didn't know how though. He's just going to look for a job, ran into some people, so the new some people. And they're like, you want to be an assistant? That's a way to break in. And it turned out he was pretty good. And he moved up a bunch of ranks. Um, he's got a good uh, interview. You can look up podcasts about this movie. I, I forget the actual uh, podcast name. I guess you can talk about going to the uh, producer here, Brett Ratner. I know you're a huge fan of a lot of his films. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Brett Ratner because he turned out to be a real scumbag. No. But <laughs> that's why I like I said there. I go his films yes but i do i like his hercules with the rock because it's super fun i like uh, red dragon i think it's a good remake of manhunter i like Brett Ray, and i like x-men 3 because i don't like any of the x-men movies and x-men 3 is total garbage so <laughs> at least that one's fun um but yeah I, I just like pissed off so many people by saying that but that's okay uh, <laughs> you think yeah. you pissed off a lot of people by saying that x-men 3 was shit no, I said I didn't like any of the X-Men movies, so I'll watch oh. three because. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I like that. By the way, the podcast is Freak Show, I guess. And anyway, they did an interview with him. It might not be Freak Show. I can't really read and do this all at the same time. Chewing gum, walking hard. <laughs> uh, but uh, yes, starring going into. Uh, well, I mean, he yeah, he became the assistant of Brett Rantner. And then one day he was just like he had been working on the set of rush hour two and he saw Jackie Chan who would put together scenes with props and everything and act them all out. Kind of like, you know, he was like choreographing everything and he goes, I think I should do that with my downtime. I'm going to put together a film. I'm going to put together a film, you know, uh, with that are based off like visuals and props, which if you now rewatch that film, knowing rewatch Santa Slay, knowing that you will pick it up because this entire movie is just like, Prop, prop, prop. Yeah, the way the movie is laid out, like the the total like, I, yeah, layout of the movie is that it's almost like sketches. It's like little vignettes yeah. of things that Santa goes and does, and then we kind of catch up with our main story, and then we get a little Santa vignette, and then, like, that's how it fills up the runtime. So yeah, it totally seems that way because every Santa scene is him killing somebody random with something random. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I mean, exactly what it is. It's like all put together. And he was doing this, you know, over a course of time where he's on this movie and he's, he's putting this script together. He's never wrote a script. He, he never even wanted to be a director or writer at this time. Now, Brett Radner and him have difference. Radner kind of comes out. He's just like, you know, he'd never done any directing at all. And he wanted to be a director and I wanted to help him because I liked him. And he pitched me this when I was sleeping on a plane and it got my attention, which is pretty good because I was sleeping on a plane, <laughs> you know, and he was kind of like, I never really intended to direct this. I just wanted to write a script and then he liked it. And then Roger Corman called us and then we went backstage and wrestling to meet Gold bill goldberg with one of his friends and he pitched this to bill goldberg and bill goldberg is like i get to dress up as santa and kill people and he's like yes and he goes i'm in <laughs> i do and, it too <laughs> and he, like david simon like multiple times in the commentary on this dvd and the interview i listened to he just was like everything was coming together nicely because people just looked at this as like yeah let's make a silly horror film yeah, it, it has like almost that like Tales from the Crypt vibe 
where it's sort of like you get all these big celebrities and in the the whole like opening scene is just filled with celebrities from the time uh it has a tales from the crypt vibe where it's just like we know what we're making it's silly it's goofy let's just all have fun Mm -hmm. now see i don't see any of the roger corman in this i don't know if he later dropped off but it seemed like his name kind of got like momentum and then goldberg's Mm -hmm. name got really big momentum and then corman put together a team to draw up a poster of some sort to try to get investors, which apparently worked really well because Goldberg was so popular at the time. And I think a lot of people were shocked that probably his agent too, you know, where he's just like, wait, you just accepted a movie. And he's like, well, I didn't sign anything, but I'm definitely going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And uh, when are you going to do this? I don't care. Find it, (laughs) find the time, make it work. (laughs) I'll pretend like I'm hurt. Uh, in wrestling because I think <laughs> I don't know what year he switched from WCW to WWF E whatever we're calling it I don't know when the switch went but was it, it I mean the fall of WCW feels like 2004 my way 2001. off 2001 2001 was okay. like when the uh, WWF bought up w, WCW and ECW and then mm-hmm. the invasion era happened but I don't I stopped watching around that invasion era time so I don't know when Goldberg came over yeah. but I can confirm that Bill Goldberg is still on the WWE roster because right now he's on Twitter challenging Roman Reigns so <laughs> <laughs> he's got to be in his 50s by now oh yeah he's he's gray but he's still doing it he was supposed to fight at WrestleMania this year, but then, or he did fight at WrestleMania this year. Yeah. He was supposed to fight Roman Reigns this year, and Roman Reigns dropped out because of Corona. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Was like, you know, I want, a, I want an extension on my house. I'll just call Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty yeah. much. When you're Bill Goldberg, that's probably exactly how that goes. <laughs> the dude sells anything. <laughs> anything if he was right now asking for donations we'd have a billion dollars <laughs> bill we need you right now yeah, in. you watch us you're part of our uh facebook group right <laughs> hey, bill. you know him and i like to celebrate hanukkah together because he is jewish and that is most one... of the cast of this movie yes. which i think is very fun <laughs> okay i i am gonna call bullshit on uh brett ratner and david Simon. Because Steinman in a lot of his interviews is like, oh, no, 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 that was not on purpose. Uh, Goldberg just happened to be Jewish. I believe Goldberg. Okay. St- yeah. Start with that one. You're like, I-, I can't believe we got him. But then James Kahn and like all these Frank actors. <laughs> and the, what I think, because I'm pretty sure Rebecca Gayhart, which I, did she date Ratner? Were they married? I don't know. I don't know. Because I heard that uh, Brett Ratner's, ex-girlfriend or ex-wife or whatever's in this film but i don't know who it is mm. yeah i don't know either speaking of wives goldberg met his wife i don't know if he's still married to her i don't know anything but he met his wife on this set nice yeah that's awesome um, <laughs> yeah so i i'm kind of calling bullshit on that i'm like you don't pick up all these actors and they all happen to be jewish yeah i think that i hope it was on purpose because i think it's really funny i, yeah, I know really, i think it's really clever <laughs> But if it wasn't, I don't know, maybe the assistant was just accidentally like had a Rolodex of Jewish. It's <laughs> just like, eh. it's like yeah, oh, I mean, maybe those you. were all the famous people that could do the cameos. But I don't know. I think it I, was know. <laughs> I think it. this movie's pretty silly. So I think it uh, has yeah. something to do with it. <laughs> so maybe someone noticed it and just didn't say anything to him. <laughs> so maybe Simon and Radner don't know. 
Yeah. I don't and they're know. just laughing right now behind the scenes like, no, no, I did that on purpose, man. <laughs> and they said yes, which shocks me because if we're going to get into this video and everything, the opening scene is just like, boom. And uh, Matt, you got that ready to go? seems awesome oh goldberg <laughs> so we rented this from college uh during the off season actually it's like my last year of college or whatever and you know we were about to all go home but we had a tradition of renting something from blockbuster and it had to be me picking it and my friend jake which our roommate jeremy and kelly would be like every time you guys go to blockbuster and pick something it's ridiculous yes that's what makes it great <laughs> and uh we brought back this and I I think Ginger Dead Man. I don't know though. Because I think I mean if there's one thing that's going to make your head explode is watching Santa Slay and Ginger Dead Man back to back. <laughs> oh my so god. So maybe that's why I don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't remember. We all went into like just a coma. Yes, I think so. I think that's exactly. I mean, that opening scene alone will send you into a coma if you're not ready for it. <laughs> I know. We weren't cuz I mean, okay, my friend Jeremy was kind of wah-wah on this at first. And if he's watching, he'll be like, oh, I thought it was funny. Yeah, you thought it was funny after you watched it. But at the beginning, he's just like, come on, guys. <laughs> Can't we but, just watch a normal movie? <laughs> did you get James Bond? No, never. <laughs> Santa <Slay. laughs> Um, And yeah, I remember just, it, we erupted. Like, no one's ever heard of this. And uh, I remember getting back from break, which took a while. And we just like, at least I did. Uh, but I'm going to pretend like we all did. Just like went nuts telling people about this. And everyone kind of gave us the same like, what are you talking <laughs> about? No, seriously, Bill Goldberg is in a Christmas horror film. And everyone's like, I don't care. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we did. And I, at least I did. And I rung the bell for this for years. And I got no traction. People would either look at me like I was crazy or they'd kind of be like, yeah, I heard of it. I saw the trailer. I don't care. Like, you guys don't understand. You don't understand. Until about five years ago, I want to say, I heard people starting to talk about it. And I don't know why. I, I couldn't tell you. I haven't seen it. You know, I haven't seen it like come up. No one's like re-released it. I don't even know if it's, is it streaming anywhere? Because I own it. So I don't know. I watch it on Tubi, so it's on Tubi, but it's that's Tubi. not yeah, everything's on Tubi. Everything we watch is on Tubi. <laughs> Including Burger King commercials. Yay. <laughs> in diapers for me. I don't know why. <laughs> they think well, I'm in the age group, they think I'm gonna have kids, but 
<laughs> yeah, but you're too busy, like, you know, trying out for Saved by the Bell. Exactly. So don't have time for that. I know. <laughs> uh, I hope you're the security guard in the front. Okay. I'll take, you take that. off that. You take off the hat and you're like, <laughs> access denied. <laughs> oh, oh man. And then I just collect the royalties and that's yeah. it. That's all I do. And I just chill for the rest of my life. Uh, yeah. I hope I'm the P I hope I'm one of the assistants that day is like, who turned the fan on this guy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, run away. He's also Jewish. <laughs> uh, which you're not. I think we're both like anti anything. <laughs> uh, just plain boring white. <laughs> yeah. White bread agnostic yeah you got fake catholic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So. all all wrong all wrong <laughs> a perfect movie for us because grandpa is basically us yeah exactly Except he has, a, he has a, a purpose he's like i'm an angel and the uh, santa over there he's the worst yes we don't have any purpose in this life. <laughs> No, 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 except to collect plastic. Yes, exactly. Yeah. To, to ground up all the plastic in the... <laughs> I tell you what, the last surviving people is going to be all of us VHS people because they're going to find out one day that this protects us from radiation and after the apocalypse, nuclear apocalypse, they're going to be like, it's just VHS collectors. We had no idea. We've breathed in so much mold and mildew from yeah. our tapes and from old video stores that we got our tapes from that we're like immune to everything now. <laughs> yeah, it's just like we're impossible to kill. <laughs> uh, uh. But, but we don't get off our couch from watching movies. So like we're kind of. <laughs> oh, no, no. We're not going to repopulate the earth. <laughs> no, no. Help anything. We're just going to like, can we get electricity generators gas? We'll just die watching these. Yep. Sounds good. <laughs> Uh, back into this film. Now, when I was talking about all the props and everything, you know, one of the big ones in here is the sleigh, which was funny because when Bill Goldberg came on, uh, they started to do this a whole Viking kind of like look, you know, like, oh, let's make a first. It was going to be like, I think like a chopper because Bill Goldberg's, you know, into motorcycles and choppers, and everything like that. And they're like, yeah, no, we're not putting gauges and electricity and everything like that. We have no money. And by the way, this movie looks fantastic for having like no money. Yeah, you can and, tell that like, this came from like Brett Ratner and like people within the industry because for a low budget movie, it looks great. You got a stacked cast. Mm -hmm. They're building all these props. Everything looks great. The sleigh looks fantastic because they went with a Vikings approach, which means the entire thing not only did it have to work, but it had to look like Viking and it had to be wood. And some of the special effects people on there had like wanted to do this. They're like, no, 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 let's make it wood. Let's make it Viking and everything like that. And he's like, I don't know. I, I envisioned like gauges and all this. They're like, that's crap. Let us make this. And then he's like, in one week, they brought me this thing. They put it in front of me. And he was like, holy shit. Like you had like a thousand dollars in a piece of gum. How did you make this? And they're like, yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> yeah it is really impressive it's really cool looking even all the props even too like the sleigh the props at all they all look so cool in this movie i know it's fantastic and uh, like his belt which he based off of uh, batman and it's got his little logo on it and he's like well i want a batman belt and they're like well he can't have gadgets because we don't have any uh and but they're like we'll make the belt like that this dude in one night that was made one night he comes back the next morning he's like got it <laughs> and uh, so this was shot in Canada and they used a lot of local actors for that and everything like that. The producers wanted to use uh, Romania 
which is funny because our last movie that we did on the Geek Save Live was for Romania. Oh, uh, Romania. <laughs> and uh, he fought. He's like, no, I'm not going to be able to get these stars to go to Romania. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's not going to happen. Uh, eventually, he talked him into it. They're like, well, it's going to be more expensive. So what happened, and they got really lucky, was they went to Edmonton. And Edmonton actually is got a nice spot for movies. Uh, and a lot of people don't know it. And Edmonton is like thirsty to get more films. And apparently to this day, because when I heard the interview from um, David Simon in 2018, he he said that it's just like Edmonton is still a huge uh, hotspot that people don't take advantage of, uh, mostly because they don't get the tax breaks anymore. Mm. But they have a lot of really talented people. I was gonna say I'm moving up there then if they're looking <laughs> if they're looking for movies. I mean production houses, they're looking for whatever they can get. Tax breaks, money, you know, laundering, who cares? <laughs> we'll take it all. I'm uh, moving to Edmonton, guys. See you later. <laughs> so they had some really good talented special effects people and that were thirsty for this film. And you know, they looked at it and they're like, we're never gonna get something like this again. These idiots are coming here to make a, a deadly Santa movie. Work hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it really paid off because the special effects company apparently uh, has gone on to do like I looked them up. There's just dozens and dozens of uh, sci fi movies, horror movies, action films, and they're doing great. I forgot the name, didn't write in the notes. So sorry, guys <laughs> and girls. <laughs> but we're idiots here. That's why we collect plastic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, shit right. Simple, simple folks here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I can't tell you the beginning scene was shot in L.A., though, because those stars, they're like, I ain't going to the cold. Right. And it's one scene. Yeah. And James Conn almost didn't show up. Brett Ratner actually had to visit him. Oh, wow. To get that's, him to come over. <laughs> that's the one time Simon had to, like, pull the heavy weight. He was like, eh. when he went and visited him, he goes, no, no, I don't think you get this. It's not a horror film. It's a dark comedy. Because there's a lot of cussing for uh, a dark comedy uh, Christmas movie. And he goes, yeah, well, it's got a wrestler in it. And apparently James Conn is like, can I do anything I want? And it will I'll only be there one day. And they're like, yeah, we'll pay you. We can't pay you above scale. We can say whatever you want. And he did. <laughs> and he showed up and then he, and then he had fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> he really did. Uh, and, you know, Fran Dresser and everything. These are just friends uh, of friends. And somehow they all said yes. They're shocking. Uh, but getting into another, this is a small time actor. Uh, well, he's been in like hundreds of films, TV shows. Sal Rubinek. Yeah. I he's love in him. everything. <laughs> I know he's the Jewish deli owner and he was like the dad, they said of the entire, um, you know, behind the scenes. And he specifically, David Simon said like, I wanted to kill him really fast because I wanted to shock people. Like what? He kills all? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Everyone loves Saul. And uh, so he died and Saul loved it because he's like, I don't get to die like this. I mean, I, I've died in movies, but not like this. So he had a blast. And uh, let's play that clip. Go, man. There Great. you go. <laughs> and you know what Bill Goldberg did right after that scene? What did he do? He donated. 
Donate. <laughs> Donate. Good. Get that person Good. a job. Good. Do uh, it. I mean, he's a very nice guy. <laughs> you know, he he takes in puppies that are lost, some kittens, some birds. The guy's crazy. Goldberg, I'm lost. <laughs> we live in your house <laughs> like your basement that's all yeah. we need like a small corner just somewhere to put the tapes <laughs> uh, that actually might be where he objects <laughs> yeah right no yeah. no more moldy plastic uh, uh all that old shit <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that's he was fantastic and they killed him too fast and uh david Stallman even said it's like i almost wrote him more stuff but they said the movie already was just like, you know, they're like, we we have this is all we can shoot. This is all the days. You can't add more stuff. So right. he couldn't. He, he's great too. Saul Rubinek, every time he shows up in something, what a great character actor. Like absolutely a delight every time he shows up in something. I know. His like the his mannerisms, everything. Um, he's a great character actor. He doesn't get to do um enough character actor stuff ever since uh, what was the Clint Eastwood uh, movie he did? Is in the nineties, uh, Unforgiven. Oh, he's a, is he in Unforgiven? I haven't yeah, he's seen the writer. Long. He's the guy oh, writing. Okay. Stuff. You know, he said like after that movie, he's just like I didn't get as much character work. I just got that character or a version mm. of the character over <laughs> and over. So when he got this role, he's just like I was going to sink my teeth into it. <laughs> he's just like they didn't give me enough. Speaking of not getting enough, we didn't even mention that like this movie is like a a, a scant seventy minutes long. Like this thing just moves along at like a, like none other this breakneck pace like crazy <laughs> well they had to cut so many scenes because uh as simon says he's like well everyone kept coming up and looking at my script and going hmm it's pretty ambitious <laughs> which he said code for dude that ain't happening happen. <laughs> <laughs> there's like no damn way i mean because he wanted like hell deers he wanted an entire like you know eight of them or whatever and wanted to do all this green screen and blue screen stuff and with it and they're like that's that's never gonna happen it's never and they got lucky with the bison you know just, just happened to be a bison trainer in canada uh, if they'd have gone to romania who knows what they would have done <laughs> honestly street dogs <laughs> like, what the hell do you how do you find just like a 1400 pound bison hanging out in romania i don't yeah. think it happens and that bison had a mind of its own bill goldberg there is a uh some of the cutscenes that they do and you know like where they're sitting there showing the i think in the credits they show all the funny scenes and everything mm. like that uh he comes up to him and he goes god damn it you know yelling at the the bison and the bison just takes off he goes goodbye <laughs> <It's just like laughs> walks away. and then you see like a guy in the background running after he's like i got it i got it i got it <laughs> uh because that bison cost a lot of money per day and that's where they're saying like what i didn't know is like when you use animals and they always say for your fir first film what is it don't use children don't use don't animals matter. and don't shoot in water or don't mm -hmm. shoot with water something like that and he was just talking about we had to pay everything the bison's travel housing food and day shoots that's not even including the trainer right i didn't know that yeah i mean they they, they don't know the animals don't know so you got to take care of them because you're making them work <laughs> and then like when they're doing the the blue screen green screen stuff with the bison they you basically had to pay for someone to come in and make sure that the bison was treated properly what i mean i am glad the animals don't get abused and everything i just didn't know like i don't think about that do you who does i mean no it doesn't occur to me but yeah like they're treated like it makes sense that they're treated like uh royalty because they don't know and they're working so yeah 
but uh, they got the scenes done and he said it was just like a, a, a Christmas miracle that that bison didn't kill anyone. <laughs> um, man, going into more of this story, uh, the grandpa is fantastic. Uh, he's just like one of these uh, actors that's been doing this for years, and he, he's actually credited as grandpa. But I'm gonna call him Grandpa Angel. Yeah, he's he is the sort of exposition angel for the movie here that uh, takes our lead characters uh, to defeat santa eventually at the end of the movie <laughs> yeah i know like we've seen this character he's paranoid he's you know telling all these basically what christmas conspiracy theories about santa and everyone thinks he's crazy and it turns out the end no he's, he's correct uh we've seen these characters before you know locks on the doors he's also an inventor which of course. comes back into the plot uh with the nutcracker which they said the only reason i'm bringing that up is because the nutcracker shooting like whatever shot out of there the chestnut they said was one of the hardest things they had It just would work. Oh, wow. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. no, they make a, a nutcracker a weapon in this yeah. movie. because, Of course they do. Uh, when you're talking about the grandpa and some of the exposition stuff, we have to mention that there is a really funny animation sequence yeah. that sets up the world we're in, where it, it gives us sort of the, the Satan backstory and how it came to be with, with Santa and that it's his punishment. Um, of course, very like Christmas special style animation that we get uh, for this. Uh, stop motion. You know, we love it, Matt. Go. Santa thought this was as close to a sure wager as could be. There was no way a mere mortal was going to be able to defeat him in anything. Santa was so sure of himself that he went first. His rock landed as close as it could possibly be to the hole without going in it. Next was the old man's turn. The old man's rock skipped slowly along. And it came to rest, touching Santa's rock with just enough momentum to push Santa's stone over into the hole. The old man had won. I guess uh, that clip didn't work. Live TV, things happen. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it. You heard some of the exposition there, and you got an image for its claymation little puppets yep. and stuff. So it's very fun. This is the one thing that they told them to rewrite. They're like, you can't have curling as like the <laughs> put the stop back in stop motion. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened to that. Uh, who knows? Uh, it's lovely. Go watch it. You can see it on TV. It's fun. But they were still saying, you know, like, hey, man, you can't put curling is like the main thing of this. And he's like, I'm not budget on this. And he's like, you can change a lot of other things. You can take out the action. It's gotta be about curling. And, and he said, is. yeah. And he said, after that, after he made the decision, they edited the film, he watched the film. He goes, I might've, mm, I should have took out curling. <laughs> and then they <laughs> added in, they got a company to do the stop motion to explain the story. Uh, Cause when he was reading the book, apparently it was just them talking about it. And they're like, yeah, cut all that shit. <laughs> it's like nice. put it in the stop motion. Nice, smart, they, smart. Yeah, and they barely got the stop motion done in time. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> and they talked about the stop motion animation and the beginning credits with all the drawings and everything. Like, cost the most. They're like, I'm no, sure. you guys yeah. don't understand. It costs more than the bison. It costs more than all the cameos. All this shit. They're like, the two things that cost the most was the opening credit scenes. Because the animators were and illustrators were so popular at the time, they were blowing up, and they've done a lot of other stuff since then. And the stop motion company, 
And he's just like, that's just something I found out in my first film. He's just like, make sure if you're going to use stop motion, give them a long time because if you have to pay them to rush it, it'll be bad. <laughs> your budget. <laughs> and that's why the marketing was bad on this. There's like no marketing. And then I guess something happened and they pulled it from theaters. They weren't going to pay the money. Yeah, this was just a, uh, I remember being just sort of dumped on video stores because mm -hmm. I remember kind of reading about it and then it never came out. And then it was just all of a sudden on the video store shelves. And, and that's probably why it took me so long to see it. I remember, I, I think I eventually ended up just seeing it on Fearnet. If you guys remember mm -hmm. that channel from a million oh, years I ago now. <laughs> Fearnet, that's been a while. There's a blast uh, from the past. <laughs> I think that's actually how Lionsgate uh, got this is I don't think this could get distribution because I think whoever was going to originally do it, which I assume was like, you know, Roger Corman's company, I think bailed out. Mm. So I, I don't know how that works with contracts. It sucks. So it just luckily it didn't sit on the shelf for a long time. Yeah, it seemed Lionsgate, like it came out like a year later. Yeah. Lionsgate was looking to expand their roster and I, you know, it's kind of like, okay, Bill Goldberg Santa movie. Let's just throw it in all the rental shops and it didn't do well. That's unfortunate. It, it uh, really, it, uh, I mean, it hurt the, I mean, Brett, uh, not Brett Renner, he made his own problems in the future. Uh, he was fine for a while. Uh, and then David Simon, though, on the other hand, he's done a lot of other stuff. But what's interesting about it is none of it's credited. Oh, okay. And I didn't hear him talk about it because going to his IMDb page and then after this film, there's not much. Right. He doesn't have any other directing credits or writing credits after this movie. So anything he's done has probably just been under the table. I think it has. Uh, or, or or he doesn't want to advertise it. No, I don't know. I, so. I don't really know. It'd be fun to interview him, though, because he sounds like just he's so full of like excitement. It's like he's still in his 20s and trying to like introduce himself to Hollywood. And he's just like, I'm going to do this and that and that and that. And, that. and it's like, he's like 40 something years old now. <laughs> it's not working, but he still got that. Like, I'm going to do this and that and that and that. <laughs> Good. Good for him. Good. Good for Keep, him. It going. <laughs> Keep it going. Okay. So we went through all the big scenes. Uh, I'm going to talk about how Bill Goldberg met his wife. I assume he's still married to her. If anyone wants to research that and put in the comments, uh, I didn't get time. But he met her uh, during the strip club scene, which has Dave, Dave Thomas in it. Dave Thomas was from Edmonton where this was shot, and he just absolutely loved it. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll be in a Christmas horror film. Sounds great. Oh, I get to play a sleazy reverend who uh, uses all the donations at Christmas to go to a strip club. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. and he did a great job. But uh, there's a woman who's like, she's a stunt woman. They had a problem keeping the strippers because the strippers make more money uh, a day stripping than they ever would on the set of a uh, film. Low budget horror movie. <laughs> yeah. So they basically they're like, I'll give you two hours. And he's like, it was funny. It was just like people coming in, just telling me the director and the producer what's going to happen here. <laughs> they're like, yeah, that in the art. That's our job, right? Nope. <laughs> uh, I'll give you an hour. How much you paying me? Scale? 30 minutes. Yeah, right. You, you can see my boobs. You better shoot it right now. And they're like, the stuntmen are like, we don't have this ready. He's like, well, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 he said it was really difficult. But anyway, there's a woman like swinging on a trapeze thing. And the stunt woman, he ended up marrying. Uh, they hit it off. They loved each other. He had his like face stuffed between her uh, 
uh, legs for, I don't know, like a couple hours. They said they just hit it off. You could see romance in the air. So that's, it's, that's when they were like, man, this film's going to work. Everything's coming together. <laughs> <laughs> nope. The uh, strip club scene has another face in it from uh, wrestling. Uh, the wrestling world. Uh, Vince Russo, who was one of the main writers during the Attitude Era for WWF and then also a writer for WCW during their like height is one of the guys that Goldberg kills in the strip club. So that's really funny. So get this. When I was listening to the interview in 2018 from the podcast that I can't remember the name of, uh, look it up. You can find it. He said that's not actually Vince Russo. Really? He said, is it a guy that looks a ton like Vince Russo and people assumed it was Vince Russo and credited. That's so funny. Because he's credited in the movie, and yeah. in the in the IMDb and everything. I know. And he says it's not. So this is interesting. Uh, Vince Russo, let us know. Are you actually in this film? <laughs> David Simon says you're not. So that'd be interesting to find out. Because I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh, Vince Russo, writer. You know, WWE, all that. Yeah. Of course he'd be in there. Goldberg coming to WWE. Everybody. Of course. Yeah. He says it's not. I don't know. We'll have to find out. Yeah, so that's really all I have to talk about. It. I mean, at the end, you know, when they get into the huge fight, we have another rematch of the curling scene. Uh, you think Grandpa dies. He's back. He ain't dead. I guess we can talk about the two actors who lead this, well, kind of lead this film. Um, Emile Raven as Mary. She's the sidekick she's a- love interest. Yeah, she's from Lost. You guys know her from that. Uh, yeah. I think it's I think it's Emily Durant. Yeah. She, yeah, she's, okay. Yeah. And then and then Doug Smith, Douglas Smith, who I know from the Ouija movie and Bye Bye Man. Yeah. So he doesn't have like a great track record for horror. <laughs> no, not for money. You know, not making money. <laughs> Bye Bye Man is always going to be in my, uh, you know, like every once in a while you got to watch that because holy shit, <laughs> that movie's bad. I, I enjoy that one. That's a, I that's know a you fun do. That's a fun watch one. I got a hoodie for it. <laughs> You've been smoking the mold too much. I know. <laughs> too so, much. So I heard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, let's see. That's that's it. That's all I got. So you got something you want to bring up in this? No, no. I We kind of talked about sort of structure of the movie and Goldberg and the just all over the place cast. That's so fun. Uh it, for me, this one is, I, I don't revisit it all the time. I've seen it a couple of times now, but for me, this is just like a fun Christmas horror movie. And with like shutter and everything, and there's a Christmas horror movie that's out every week now, like this is fun to go back from 15 years ago when they weren't so plentiful. Yeah. It's, it's, it's odd. I, I don't know. Well, I know what happened. I mean, these wrestlers starring in films until the rock and everything just didn't work out. Uh, but I actually think Bill Goldberg is really good in this. Oh yeah. He's really fun. He's really like watchable. He's, he's gets it. He knows what kind of movie he's in. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff he should be doing. If he ever, you know, gets back into yeah. acting. And it's basically promo to promo. That's what it feels like in a lot of these. Yeah. And he did his own stunts. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> he, also he, knows gave, how to do he also gave uh, David Simon a heart attack because the opening scene was actually the last scene shot. Uh, it was back in L.A. and it was a two day shoot. It was supposed to be one day, ended up being two day. 
but they couldn't get him for day one because he had to have an emergency surgery on his hand. So he's out. So you got all these actors who are doing cameos in LA supposed to show up for eight hours. They said the shoot took over 24 hours. Oh, wow. That's why there was a second day. But luckily, Bill Goldberg was like, yeah, I'll come in. They're like, is your hand okay? Yeah, sure. He's probably fought with worse. He's probably fought with worse injuries. No, he was talking about how acting is so much better than wrestling. He's like, in acting, you get shot after shot. And I mean, yeah, you hurt yourself, but you just keep going. In wrestling, you get one shot. It's like live theater, baby. (laughs) Yeah. You F up. Oh, well. (laughs) But he was just like, this was great. And uh, they said he abused it a little bit. They're like, Bill, we, we got it. He's like, no, no, one more take. I can do this <laughs> a little bit better. <laughs> like, no, we we seriously don't have time. <laughs> he's like, oh. So I guess he's kind of a bit of a perfectionist. I mean, he is with wrestling. You know, he's always been kind of that that reputation, along with being having a reputation of like actually hurting people in the ring. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. I mean, he's not as bad he's as the ultimate warrior. Well, he's not. I don't even know if he was necessarily doing it on purpose. He's just so strong. No, no I'm just saying the Ultimate Warrior apparently was just a, a horrible wrestler. Everyone's just like, I don't want to get in a ring with him. I don't think it was as bad as Sid, Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious was a maniac. Uh, just but, hurting yeah. people. <laughs> that dude was crazy. You just knew it. Like Macho Man was acting crazy, a little crazy. But uh, he was, you know, fun, perfectionist, kind of like paranoid, you know, that kind of crazy. Sid Vicious is just like, yeah. he ain't on the same planet. <laughs> and well, I think, uh, it, I mean, it, uh, it's a testament to like somebody like that. You don't really see him too much anymore. You know what I mean? Like you don't see him talked about like Macho Man or Ultimate Warrior who may have had that reputation as well. But like, yeah, Sid Vicious is just sort of been swept under the rug <laughs> oh tell that to brett hart's chin okay i don't get that reference let me know <laughs> oh, Alice. uh again they're furiously i'll get this you guys don't know <laughs> shit about this <laughs> that's true i know <laughs> uh i did dark side of the ring fantastic wow that's so addictive oh yeah i need more of it i hope vice gets uh to do a third season Uh-oh. on that Five seasons. Five. I want five. Challenge. <laughs> Find those stories. <laughs> oh, there, there's uh, stories so for let's days watch, on uh, Let's talk about... Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, let's talk about something that we watched recently. I watched Freaky. Uh, so Blumhouse, you know, coming out, same, I think, director as Happy, Day, Happy Death Day 1 and 2. Uh-huh. Yeah. So... Uh, I think Freaky is a solid pop horror film. I think it's fun. I got some laughs out of it. I was surprised how good Vince Vaughn was. Okay, no, I wasn't surprised how good Vince Vaughn was. I knew Vince Vaughn was going to be good. I was surprised how much he clearly loved the role. Like he cared. Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen him care about something that he's doing. (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, you get to a certain point and you're like, I'm just doing the same thing over and over. And, you know, you kind of just turn on autopilot. Yeah. I mean, Cell Block 99, you know, he looked like he was trying something different. I like that film a lot. Uh, Maybe I don't like the director of the film or the company that made it. But 
Um, you know, I like him trying something new. He's doing something super violent. And same thing with this. He was just like, I'm going to have fun. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I I liked him a lot in the movie, and I really liked the movie a whole lot. Pop horror is absolutely like my thing. So stuff like this is right in, up my alley. And I, I loved I loved Freaky. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to watch it again. Yeah, there's, I mean, things with the high school that I thought were ridiculous, like anyone could enter. I mean, they didn't <laughs> set this up. That this was like, you know, in the 90s or anything. It's just, is now. Yeah. No security at the high school. Can't do that anymore. (laughs) And then the high school, you know, like having a cryogenic frozen whatever. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. They can freeze people in it. I don't know what the hell that is. uh, Cryotherapy thing. Yeah. I don't think a high school would have that. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I'm pretty sure you couldn't turn it to negative 300 degrees. And kill someone that fast. But I get it. It's a pop horror film. We're just having fun. Um, one thing I'd like to say about these movies. Uh, stop using the I'll suck your dick for drugs joke. It's too much. It's, I, I understand, you know, writers getting a cheap laugh. It's the same thing with the jump scares. But um, I mean, it, it, too much. It's a fun kill is what it is. It was. It was. Uh, it was a fun kill. The thing is, like, I don't know. I just didn't like it. Because <laughs> immediately what I thought was, the high school have that? They Maybe they're a rich high school. Who knows? <laughs> a rich high school with no security. No security. <laughs> uh, it was a fun film. Blumhouse did a good job. Uh, I don't think it's as good as Happy Death Day. Uh, I think it's better than Happy Death Day, too. I liked it more than both of those, but I also really like those movies. So that's, they're all yeah. on the same level for me. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's a, none of them are bad for sure. All, all, all of them yeah. are good. Um, you know, it's just like, you kind of get into that good tier in my opinion is like, okay, now I'm going to be a little harder on you. All right. <laughs> so it's, it's, it was a fun film. I, I dug it. I'm glad I watched it. Okay, remember to donate. We are getting to the end of it. I, I'm probably going to get the five-minute warning soon. I'm sure Master's like, hey, wrap, remember to wrap it up. <laughs> uh, so you can catch us, Analog Jones. Just Google us. Uh, we're on Podbean. We're on Geekscape. We do all of this. We constantly watch VHSs because it is part of our problem, and we have a big problem. And you can't see Matt's collection, but it's it's humongous. On the other side of his wall is just like all VHS. Yeah, if I was on a laptop, I would take you there, but we're on a desktop, so. <laughs> What's a desktop? <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we have we have plenty of plastic here and here and back there, so it's good. <laughs> so, I can tell you, do you want to know what the pick was before this? And I thought it was a little crazy, and we shouldn't do it. <laughs> um, it is this. And I, I really wanted to do Jack Frost, too. Um, but I thought maybe I should stick with something that I know more about. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Frost, too. Uh, you can see it on YouTube, I think, for free, right? Oh, I don't know. I think I it's on YouTube for free. That also seems like another Tubi movie, for sure. <laughs> well, I don't know that. Done. What we should have done is had Jack Frost on your elliptical there in the background, just like working out the entire time, melting. Yes. A snowman in Hawaii. Yes. Tropical 
Jack Frost. It's it's fun. We could do that at some point. We can always talk about that one at some point. Oh, I'm sure we will. I mean, it doesn't show up very well in the camera, but uh, yeah. Well, not bad. No, it looks good. Not bad. Uh, we got this at one of the VHS shows that you and I went to, which I can't. Yeah. Please, please come back, guys. I know. <laughs> I know a lot of you, like a couple of them were from Florida, but please come back to Chicago. The, that VHS show was so much fun. I think they'll do it again. I have a feeling they will. I hope so. And, uh, you know, and keep the creepy guys with the porn in the back. That was a good job. <laughs> it's like, I ain't going back there. <laughs> I reached a certain point. And I'm like, we shouldn't go any farther. Yeah, that's not the kind of plastic that I collect. <laughs> Got a little eerie. Like, you can see the, the like actual faces of the people a little bit more worn as you go back. <laughs> and you get closer to the porn, you're like, Nah, it's not gonna happen. Don't need it. I stopped at the guy who had a box of like, I don't even know what this is. It's all (laughs) stuff recorded off TV. That's where I stopped. I'm like, "Mm, 10 for a dollar seems cheap. Don't know what I'm getting though. (laughs) Yeah, I guarantee it was all like Golden Girls, which is not bad. Just edit out all the commercial breaks for nostalgia because that's the that's the good stuff. Yeah, it's like the more and more you start to collect these things and everything, you you see like the the same type of people uh sell the same type of movies yes yes you will always oh, yeah. be able to get i'd say christopher robinson he uh he is uh two hours out of chicago and yes uh you know we'll get on our facebook you're on our facebook page but uh yeah we'll let people know when this mm-hmm. when this shit reopens in chicago uh we should we should group up and meet uh, if any of you listeners are around Cause it's just so much fun. It's so much fun to go to these. Everyone is on the same mindset except the porn people. You know, they're kind of like still the outsiders of the outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to Paul. Uh, we don't know where he's been. But if you're into that, we won't judge. So come join us. <laughs> Pick up some tapes with us. <laughs> I'm going to judge. I'm going to sit over there with Ashley and be like, Mm-mm, this ain't right. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for taking over the stream for the last hour. Uh, I do have to tell you that this morning before the live stream, I was listening to the Flop House podcast. Uh, they actually did Freaky Today. And even they were like, you know, for a movie that is absurd, as absurd as Vince Vaughn playing a teenage girl while a teenage girl plays a Jason Voorhees character. There was a moment where I was like, why do they have a cryogenic freezer? At yes! Yeah. <laughs> it took me out of the movie because I was like, a cryo free? Really? <laughs> and it was one where you're just like, no password, click, 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 like negative 300 degrees, done. 